Did you hear the big news? We started a private university. We are rolling out a new design certificate program and a master's degree program along with our Design Suite Mastermind. We have new enrollment dates coming up for these programs. And if you want to watch a 10-minute video and learn more, go to designsuitecourses.com learn. Welcome to the Make and Design Podcast. I'm your host, Karina Gardner. On this podcast, we're unraveling the everyday joys and dilemmas of design, making, and business. For makers who want to be designers and for designers who are makers, this is your inside scoop to help you grow your business and bring more creativity to your life. Hey guys, uh, today, if you're on the podcast and you're listening in, you're going to hear kind of some packages opening and a few um, rustling about, and that's because on the YouTube channel... Um, I made the decision that I was going to watercolor today and I'm doing the podcast episode at the exact same time. Um, I just got a new set of these really inexpensive uh, watercolors. They're just artist loft at um, Michael's that my husband had to go pick up for me because um, I left my entire set up at Bear Lake, which is um, our rental house. And um, we were up there for our live retreat um, over a month ago, and I still haven't picked up all my art supplies. So um, I am going to watercolor while I'm here chatting with you today, and hopefully it's fun. I hope you enjoy. I have no idea what I'm going to make here, so it could be quite awful. It could be wonderful. But um, one of the things that I would love to talk to you guys about today is how I think that a good portion of us are spending a lot of our time playing small and um, you know, not taking risks. I think one of the, the riskiest things I can do is silly things like this where you're watching me paint and I have no idea how good it's gonna be. It could be a total mess. In fact, if it is a total mess, I'm posting it. I want you guys to see it. Because so often we're playing small because we are afraid of what other people are going to be thinking of us. We're afraid of what other people are going to say about us. And if we don't present an absolutely perfect view of who we are, then um, it feels like we have failed. And this whole idea of failure is a really interesting thing to me. Um, I feel very strongly that failure is just a construct of the mind. You know, failure for me, like if I, I built and said that this thing makes me feel like I'm a failure, might be a success to someone else. And most people don't think of it that way. But it's true that everybody's failures and successes are different depending on who they are, where they come from, the experiences that they have had. And so because of that, I really think that um, if we can make a shift in our brains about what failure is, what it really, really looks like, then I think we can make some real progress on our creativity and being creative individuals. So I would love to um, just chat a little bit about how I see us playing really small. One of the things that I know I play in my head with, like the game I play in my head, is um, how much can I do without it hurting me? 
Okay, you guys know this game, right? Um, I see it all the time. We recently did a live boot camp, and in these boot camps, we totally give people access to learn more about our design suite program, which is our premier program. It's a like seriously, you guys, it's a university plus level type program that's quite a bit less than university. Um, in that case, it's still an expensive program, but it's it's meant to help people in a way that will get people there much, much quicker um, than even any kind of college program. It's just simply because of the way we've built it and the background. Um, we've spent the last couple of years, you know, really trying to build something that would help creatives and get them to the next level. And so anyway, um, kind of as I was thinking about this is that, um, you know, I will purchase um, courses for myself all the time. I have some expensive things that I'm in, and then I have some other things that are not very expensive. And, um, you know, I will just try them out to see what's going on. But one of the things that I hear designers tell me very often in these boot camps is, you know, I, I really was thinking I wanted to go do this little program or go try this little thing. And I'm always curious about why they make the decision to go do something that is little. And I don't think it's necessarily because of the money. I really don't. Like a $700 or even a $2,000 item that makes less money knowing full well that they're not going to get very much out of it. There's only so much you can get out of a program that costs that much. I think you guys know this. You know, it's just to get really advanced learning, you, you have to do advanced things. You have to have advanced actions. And um, I think it's not really the money. I think it's really the betting on yourself. I think that we play small because we're so afraid of failure. We're so afraid of whatever construct of failure we've created in our head. Um, and we're afraid that someone is going to tell us that when we made this really big choice to really go for it. Like, think if you made the decision to go back to university, to go back to college, right? And you're like, you know what, I'm going to go get a graduate degree in X, Y, and Z, or I'm going to go back and get a design degree, right? And someone comes to you and goes like, that's dumb. Why would you do that? How would that make you feel, right? It feels like crap. I'm just going to tell you right now. It feels like crap because that's not what you want. You want to be supported. You want to be loved for what you're creating and what you're doing. Um, you guys, this is the first time I've done this where I've tried to do like a podcast and talk at the same time. And I have no idea if I'm failing or if I'm successful at it. It's kind of just me chatting with you um, as, as I'm painting, which this is kind of fun. And I have no idea how good this is going to turn out. But hey, that is the fun of creation, right? So anyway, yes, okay, yes, I know some of you are like, no, money money does play a role in it, Karina. Of course, money does. But most of us, when we were in our early, late teens, early 20s, we made a decision to go to college, right? Because that seemed like it was the path that everybody told us that we should be on, right? So a lot of us took that path. And at that time, we didn't consider money. We just did it, Right? which is crazy because the stats say that college right now 
costs on average per year with tuition books, living expenses over $36,000, okay? So we're spending an awful lot of money without even knowing if we're gonna get a return on that money. That's the interesting thing about college. You guys know that college is set up in such a way that our, our, our goal is to create, as, as professors, as academics, to create well-rounded students who come out of the system and um, are really good at the things that we've taught them, right? So um, coursework, well-rounded in math, well-rounded in um, their design career, right? There's nothing wrong with that. I actually super duper agree with it. I think it's a, it's a great way to uh, create really great individuals. But we pay a lot of money for it and we don't think twice about it, even though the college system does not promise that you will make a job. In fact, it's like almost the opposite. Like you're still on the hook for getting a job and trying to figure out if you can make a career out of the thing that you have, um, that you have gone out of your way to learn, right? And yet, you know, I, I see people only spending $700 and then they think for some crazy reason that they're going to be able to make even $50,000 a year, which by the way, you guys, that's the average that people make when they leave college, $50,000. Um, so you pay $36,000 per year. I can't remember the math on it. It's like $145,000. I know I've done the math wrong. Basically, for a four-year degree, you're spending a lot of money for a four-year degree to come out to make $50,000 a year, okay? But people will go out of their way to take these classes. So they'll take a like a watercolor class. Here I am watercoloring. And I have been really surprised at the expectations, like people really believe then they can make a $50,000 career out of it. You and I both know that's not possible. Like that, that's kind of crazy sauce that people believe that. But people do. They think that they can spend $700 and that's the kind of money they are going to make. So um, I really, I just like to debunk some of that myth so that people have real expectations for what they're trying to do. Uh, about a year and a half ago, year and a half ago, I was on a consult with someone. They they're asking about Design Suite, and they showed me their portfolio. I love looking at people's portfolios. I think it's a really good way for me to gauge what's going on. Very often, um, we have a signature framework that we use in Design Bootcamp. Very often, if I look at somebody's work. I can um, very easily see what the issue is, right? It's usually very often, you guys, a distribution problem. Secondly, it's very often a mindset problem. It's crazy, right? Like that we're in design and yet it's a mindset problem. It's because people have been taught that we have to make money very specific ways as designers. And it's just not true. Like we have thought that the only way to make money is to be a contracted licensor for you know, a fabric company or uh, a planner company or whatever else, when there are plenty of other ways to make money, we just don't know how to make it, like, because we, we haven't been taught, right? So um, I was looking at this particular person's work, and she had taken a class um, that spring, and I, I was really impressed with how much she had accomplished 
in that small period of time and what she had learned from the class. I was, I thought it was really good stuff. She had done a really good job. But then she told me that she had started sending out licensing things to like three or four different companies. And you better believe she was not happy when I said like these are not good enough to license yet because she really believed she was good enough to license. And I think the thing, I can't remember if she said this exact thing or I heard this from another person, but they were like, it's just as good as what, you know, whatever it is that they saw out there. And I think this is a really good lesson for everyone to hear. And that is just as good as what is out there will not make you money. You will not become a designer because your stuff is just as good as what you see out there. It has to be better. It has to be exceptional. Why? Because a fabric manufacturer or any kind of manufacturer isn't going to take just as good as what is out there because they don't need to. They already have those designers, the designers that they're already using. And it's a lot of work on their end to hire a new designer. So that means you have to put your best foot forward. You have to bring something to the table that they've never seen before. That You have to bring something that feels very commercial, very marketable, because otherwise they're not going to be able to sell it. And that's a really hard lesson for new designers to learn because they feel like their stuff is good enough, usually in the first year for manufacturer, when generally it's not. And I know that is a really hard thing some of you who are listening to hear, but it just takes a really long time to produce a portfolio that's different enough, where the style is interesting enough that it works for a manufacturer. So um, this is not to burst your bubble, because here's the thing. I think you absolutely can get a licensing contract one day if you really want it. It just doesn't usually happen in the first year. Very rarely happens in the second year. Um, and truthfully, in my experience, I have just simply not made enough to justify going after those. I've made so much more money in online and doing other things that I have trouble justifying going after manufacturers unless I have like other reasons to do so. So, but that's, that's the way everybody thinks they need to make money as a designer to go after these contracts. So just know there are other ways to do it. Um, on the podcast I had a couple months back, Haley Berry, highly recommend you go listen to that podcast. It's fantastic. She does mostly freelance most people will not put the work in that Haley has done to do freelance. Um, she's also going to be at the summit. If you guys are coming to the summit, she's going to be at the summit, and I really recommend you listen to her. She's, she's a phenomenal designer. She's done great things. She's not scared to work or worry about sales, which is the thing that I see that most designers are most nervous about is sales. So let's, let's really get past that, you guys, and really start betting on ourselves, right? Because I think if we bet on ourselves, there's just a lot of things that we can do. Um, hopefully you had fun with me in this episode. I felt like I rambled a lot, but I'm sure there was something in there. If you were listening, I really believe that everybody's in the right place at the right time. And maybe there was something in that that you really needed to hear. 
there was something in that that you were like, you know what, that resonated. I really do need to change X, Y, and Z mindset. Or maybe I agree with that and I need to start thinking about what my next best steps are going to be. Um, you guys, you have so much potential. You have so much potential as a designer. And a lot of it is in our own heads, making choices, clarifying our thoughts, and making sure that we're choosing the right path so that we are actually making sales, which guys, that is part of owning a design business is actually making sales. So um, I have seen a lot out there where people are just talking about what they did. Um, everybody's path is a little bit different. It just is, it's a little different. But there are some things that we can do to ensure certain successes. Um, there are steps we can take to become uh, more, more prolific and more profitable as a designer. So if you want to learn more about that, we do have a summit coming up. And I highly recommend you come to it. It is totally free. You can get a free ticket. It's at KarinaGardnerCourses.com slash Design Summit. Love to see you there. Learn from 15 presenters who are experts in their areas. They are doing amazing, amazing things. Um, so lots and lots to learn. Hopefully you enjoyed watercoloring with me today and I hope you have a amazing, fabulous day. Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies? I can't wait to see you there.